Hello and welcome to episode 15 of the Dunnell. Fuck, I did it fine the first time. Hello and welcome to the Dunalysis Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host Dan, and joining me today to talk about Game Week 12 and the internationals and everything that just happened is Natalie. How are you doing, Natalie? Fine, thanks. I would like to, again, stress that Game Week 12 has not already happened. No, no. Okay, yeah. Surely anyone listening to this knows that, right? I don't know. You never know. If you don't, Game Week 12 is in the future. It's so, I was so looking it's... at our stats today. Yeah? Hmm. Is that all? Yep. <laughs> um, okay, so basically, we managed to make it through the last international break until mid-March, which is pretty exciting, right? Like, we've got oh. a solid 11 game weeks in a row without any breaks. And also, it's fine, because in the summer we'll have fantasy as well. Because World Cup. Yeah. It's never as good, though. The football's always super boring, but... I don't know, maybe, maybe it'll be good Maybe year. someone will do some goals. Yeah. Um, but no, it's, it's true FPL heaven coming up. We've got 11 game weeks with three sets of midweek oh, games in there. I don't know if I've so, got the energy for this. <laughs> I, I'm really looking forward to it. It's a great chance. Great chance to overtake all the people who have been... All the noobs. Sitting on top. Sitting on top looking pretty with their points and being like, oh, look at me with my Lukaku's. Rest in peace, Aunt Giannaccini. Yeah, rest Dick. in peace him. His team's looking pretty bereft since the last time. I don't time. even know what that word means. Just nasty. Oh, it's looked like that since day one. Uh, yeah, but... I, Idiot. I don't know. Uh, anyway, we're going to do a quick <laughs> rundown of the internationals as well as any injuries or, you know, notable events or, that may have happened. fake injuries. Fake injuries Finjuries. is also going to be something that makes it in. Lukaku, he mm-hmm. is now officially the record goal scorer for Belgium. That's really good. At the good. age of 24. That's... It's a mental, right? <laughs> Lukaku is not 24. He's 24. Did I have this discussion with you before? We've had this discussion about multiple players, but probably not Lukaku. Kane always gets to as well. He's what, yeah, like 23, he's 23, 24? I think, yeah. Wild. Like, who is marrying these men so young? <laughs> I don't understand. They just have a different lifestyle though it seems like they're so like regimented so early in life and he's uh he's uh, i was going through his twitter a couple of weeks ago uh-huh. him just posting like his favorite rap songs Aww. and be like guys what's the first song you listen to on an iphone and it was really funny he was just retweeting and having conversations with all these people i hate lukaku as a football player partly because he plays for man united but that made me warm to him quite a lot i was like this is really funny i'm too old to be a footballer's wife now, really? No, you're not. Yeah. No, you're not. Se- I think Sesk was dating like a 35 year old or something. Oh. Like, I, th- I think he was married and he maybe had a mistress or something. How he old was is older he? and now he married her. How old is he now? That could be false information. He's like 31 now. Hmm. Okay. Anyway, um, back on topic. He's overtaken Bernard Vorhoof. I don't know who that is. And Paul Van Himst. I don't know who that is either. <laughs> they were both the previous. Record well, holders. I assume that. Yes. So, well done to him. Three goals in the international break. Lovely. Uh, Iwobi scored a brace, which is a, an interesting one, against Aguero's Argentina. For whom does Iwobi play? Nigeria. Oh. Is they, he actually English, but plays for Nigeria? Or is he actually Nigerian? Uh, yeah, so, like, he's lived in England his whole, since his whole entire being life. a child, I believe. One of those. Yeah. 
Um, but Here's what you could have had. <laughs> Shout out to him, he beat Argentina 4-2. Uh, so he, he single-handedly beat He got two of the goals. I'm, I'm taking it as a victory for Arsenal. Okay. <laughs> he can't get into our team, but he gets into the Nigeria team. Uh, so Aguero scored one as well. But he's dead now, right? He fainted at half-time, allegedly. Although I did look, look this up, and apparently... He didn't lose consciousness. He just felt a bit dizzy. And he went to a hospital for routine checks, is what they say. And then he was fine. He went and met up with them at the team hotel. He was just so shook from his goal. (laughs) He was like, I'm so good at football. I can't believe it. He just passed out. Yeah. We all all have... It happens to the best of us. You know, maybe he just felt the premonition of Iwobi. He felt like Iwobi was about to break into pure messy... There were some Loftus cheek worries. He came off in the game against England, uh, sorry, the game for England. But then Southgate was like, he'll be fine. And it's yeah. like, yeah, but he doesn't need to play for you again until March. <laughs> so I'm sure he <laughs> probably was like, he'll be, be fine for the World Cup. Yeah, that's it. I thought that was so weird. Yeah, I I never trust what managers say, especially when they're the international ones, because like, he played it down. But it's like, are you just trying to make Crystal Palace like less mad at you? Yeah, I guess. For injuring their player. But, yeah, I do worry. I do worry about that. He says it's a... a what it? I can't remember the terminology he used, but it was something like a, a recurring sort of minor problem right. that he has with his back. Like Jones. Like Jones. He's also come off injured. Just forever game. 75% fit. Yeah, I mean, it's he's gone up to 5.5 now. He's gone up to what arguably should be his starting price and... It's annoying because I do want to get rid of Ben Davis, but I have no one to replace him with because hmm. I need someone that's not more expensive than him because I don't have any money in the bank. How many Burnley defenders do you have? I've already got a pipe. I'm not having another one. God. I don't. Go on. Uh, no, I don't double up on defence. It's not worth <laughs> it. It's not worth the stress. But it's different. He's a defender and a is no, a goalkeeper. It's not, no, it's the same. It's exactly the same. Okay. I hope he is fit for the weekend. I guess we'll find out probably on Friday. We'll probably find out. An hour before. The yeah, game. yeah, that's what I worry about. Speaking of which, Mane has had a recurrence of his hamstring oh, yeah, issues. So he was obviously kept out for a month for Liverpool. He came back early. He went and played for Liverpool. It was instrumental in that game uh, against West Ham with, what was it, two assists? Mm-hmm. Um, and now he's gone and got himself injured on international duty for Senegal. So there's going to be a late decision on Mane. Uh, much like, I mean, we only expected him to feature for 25 minutes for the previous game. Yeah, so. I'd assume not that many people have got him in. When you've got when you've got Salah doing so well, yeah, I would have, you know, I'd have been close to going for Mane, but I'm holding fire with uh, Ericsson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coutinho also featured for Brazil, as did Jesus. Uh, yes. Jesus got a goal in the game against Japan. Uh, obviously, it was nil nil in the England game. Both England games nil nil. Yeah. Very exciting. Well. Joe Hart managing to keep a clean sheet is absolutely astonishing. Yeah, he actually quite played quite well as well. Perhaps most interestingly was Christian Eriksen with a hat trick yeah. against <laughs> Republic of Ireland. Here's my one stat for this podcast. Yeah. 70,000 managers have transferred him out. Ooh, nasty. Well, see, that's the thing. I was kind of celebrating the whole time. I was like, I knew I was right to hold on to Eriksen, but I'm like... Wait, we're not at the weekend yet. He's still my blank. Maybe. <laughs> like, it's, it's definitely plausible. It's encouraging though, isn't it? But yeah. And it, it was a really good performance from him. Some really, really good goals. He just hammered it for the, the first and the third goals. Really, really nice. Even the second one was a nice place to finish. 
Um, but Duffy, Shane Duffy, also got on the score sheet of Brighton and Hove Albion. So they <laughs> they obviously kicked off, you know, six minutes in, uh, not Brighton, Republic of Ireland score, and they're like, oh, we, we might do this, we might qualify. Then Christian Eriksen had something to say about that, which... Oh, I didn't realise it was Duffy. Yeah. What a great guy. It was a nice little finish as well, but... I mean, I, I kind of saw the highlights of that, and it looked like Ireland just played way, way too open, and oh. Ericsson had a field day. So I was wondering how much to extrapolate, like, how these players perform mm. in the internationals, yeah. because it's very different to what's going to happen in the Premier League. But I think Ericsson's goals are a good indication that he's not as out of form as people think he is. Mm-hmm. Um, Jones and Chicharito both awaiting assessment, so we don't know what oh. their injury situation is. Like... Get rid of Chicharito. Yeah. yeah, if you have him, I, I've got a set. I've got a question why. Because yeah. West Ham are not playing well. And there are better players. There are better players in that range and cheaper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Salah was rested for Egypt. Oh. Lacazette scored a brace. Oh, yeah, I've written that down. Ozil also assisted in the same game. Finished 2-2 between mm. France and Germany. I think I saw that goal with the Ozil assist. The, yeah. They're all pretty good goals. Uh, the Actually, Martial got the assist as well for the first Lacazette goal. He basically did all the work and Lacazette just tapped it in. But it was a really nice play. Um, and last, but certainly not least, is the butt lad, Butland. Oh, dear. So he broke his finger, didn't he? He did. Went and, went and snapped that. Mm. Right on the floor. Snap that. Give me some more. Snap that. So just... Until you get just when he was in contention for two starts for England, yeah. he manages to break his finger, which is pretty important for a goalkeeper. It is. You know, you could have just hit your head and worn one of those cool little head gear things. Yeah, a Zorro mask. A Zorro mask. But instead he breaks his finger and Stoke are optimistic that he'll be back within, well, they say three weeks potentially. Okay. But three to six weeks is the official I originally like, said, prognosis. I feel like I said four to six weeks yeah. when you asked me how long it would yeah. take. And I feel like that's... That's really about right. ...where we want to look. Yeah, so Stoke could be an optimistic, but I, I reckon it'll probably be at least sort of five, you know. But this does mean a return for everyone's favourite, Lee Grant. A triumphant return. <sighs> Grant was excellent last year. Yeah, he was a mainstay of my team for a good period of time. And the first game we... Here, so here we are. You said you weren't sure about Stoke. Yeah. But the first game that they played last season hmm. where with Grant was against Man City hmm. and I think they only conceded one goal I can't remember I can't remember either I, remember, I feel like but I remember played... them keeping a clean sheet against Man City at some, in the double week um, yes yeah uh, but before that it was like so this, he... it was this time right, last okay. year and he played really really well yeah good man yeah great so he's getting guy. his chance again and I just wonder if he can relive the glory days I can only hope I've just got to quickly touch on some price changes that happened so Salah's got some up. more international oh, things it was rude to cut me off oh sorry I didn't realise Morata did a goal at some point oh did he yeah I missed that in the first game yeah I don't know who against I don't yeah. know what it was like I just know that it happened um, also David Baldsilver mm-hmm. did Two goals and an assist in the same game. Yeah, apparently he was brilliant. Great guy. Also, where injuries concerned, Kane should be fine now. Yeah. So he's had two weeks off. Yeah, we didn't mention the uh, the ones who disappeared. Yeah. With mysterious injuries. But him and Sterling will be fine. Yeah, I reckon. think so. Ali 
everyone still seems quite uncertain about his situation. I haven't heard anything official on Ali. No, which but makes he was me legitimately wonder injured. if it's serious or like you know vaguely serious yeah. and like it's going to keep him out for a few weeks. Yeah. Uh, so if you wanted to get Son in in the meantime, I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Another thing to note about Australia hmm. have just played today. Yeah. Will they be back in time? So for like Aaron Moy, Matt Ryan. Yeah. Well, Matt I guess Ryan. Ryan Australian, or, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess he'll ha- he played last time when they got back late. Yeah. He started. Yeah. Winston Reid, I'm sure lots of people have. <laughs> that solid West Ham defense. Yeah. He's Kiwi, right? Yes. So they don't play until tomorrow today. Tomorrow. Oh, really? They don't play until so I read this today. Is this the they're playing against Peru? I have I no correctly? idea. And this is a qualifier. But playoff. it's either today or tomorrow. Yeah. And the f- they're not he's not scheduled to return to England until Saturday. Yeah. So if you do So if, he probably won't play. I think it's fair on to On some suggest. weird off chance you have him as a player. He probably won't play. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if there are any other New Zealand... Yeah, I, I don't think there's anyone of note. Like, no one important, at least. I mean, the, I guess the way you could spin that is West Ham missing one of their key defenders mm. in a team that hasn't really been defending very well anyway. Might be a problem. Um, you, you might want to captain someone or play your players who are playing against West Ham this weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, that is a way to spin it. And that was actually, uh, there was a lot of stuff going down on Reddit about uh, people alerting others when a team is low on their, like, a, a lot of their defenders are injured. Oh. And someone had been, like, captaining, so captaining Morata when he came up against Stoke when they were all out injured and he got the hat-trick. Oh. And Arsenal That's when they played really Liverpool. Clever. And, yeah. It's... Chris Wood. Oh, Chris Wood, of course. How, how could I forget? I don't know, I just assumed he was English. I, I was aware of that, but I just completely forgot about him. So, Chris Wood feasibly might not play this weekend. Yeah. Is that it on the international stuff, or is there anything else? Um, I think that's it. There's another guy, but I don't know if he's done in the Premier League, so I'm not going to read it out in case... Yeah, we'll mug him off. It's not right. He's probably not important, right? Yeah. So, a uh, quick touch on price changes. Lukaku's gone back down to his original 11.5. Oh. Which is interesting, because they're coming up against Newcastle, and I think it might be... Not Swansea. Someone bad. Someone lower in the table. Interesting. Um, and he has this repu- uh, reputation for being a flat track bully. So, I don't know. It looks like Lukaku might get some goals in the next few games and everyone's getting rid of him. Hmm. Um, Higazi is also down to 4.6. Incredible. Amazingly. And he started at 4.5, right? Uh, I believe so, yeah. He started at 4.5, reached 4.9. Yeah. And now, and now back down to 4.6. Did he Got play some... for Egypt? Just now. Uh, I, I'm not sure. I didn't look for him, actually. Because why would you? Exactly. I, I only looked at that game for Salah to see uh-huh. if he was playing. Okay. Um, so Mkhitaryan is back down to 8.0 as well. Back down to his starting price. He hasn't... Has he been playing? He's been... Or he's been subbed off and stuff. He's been playing, but he hasn't been playing well. I think it's <laughs> justified okay. that he's down. Uh, Coutinho back down to 8.8. So if you haven't made yeah. a transfer yet... And you, you like the look of him. And he's definitely gonna he's definitely fit. I think he he's absolutely the... going to start this weekend, especially if Mane is out. Yeah. That's, um, oh, that's nice. Let's see. Look, now I want to get rid of Salah. Yeah. <laughs> Just get Coutinho and back. Get Coutinho back. It's too soon. Oh. See see if he pulls through this next game. Um, okay, so Trippier was an interesting one last week on the fifth, the day that Spurs, Spurs played lost. Palace. Uh, no, they won. Oh. 
Uh, it was 1-0, <laughs> oh, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, it was just 1-0. It was just so inconsequential, I just but, assumed they lost. But yeah, overnight, through like Saturday, Saturday to Sunday, Sunday, Trippier rose in, in price, and mm-hmm. then he didn't play. And it just seemed yeah. a really weird time. No, because I guess people, as soon as the game week started, people brought him in. Yeah, but that just seems really strange to do that for a Spurs fullback. Done. I don't know. People are weird. Yeah, um, Richarlison's up to 6.5 now. That's the most recent price change. Uh-huh. In fact, the only one that happened today. It's the only one that's happened in the past two days. Oh, really? Yeah, no, no changes yesterday. Yeah, I, I just went through all of them. We got Salah up to 9.4, Sane up to 8.9, Fernandinho up to 5.2. He's risen. I don't even know who uh, he is. Ward up to 4.9 now, which I, I don't understand why he's still going oh, up. Oh, Burnley Ward? Yeah, yeah. I was thinking Crystal Palace Ward. No, not Joel. Steven. Uh, and he scored a nice little own goal for Ireland the other day, which oh. was nice. Uh, Azpilicueta up to 6.8, which is... It's too much. Which is a lot of money. It's too much money. Uh, Sermon up to 4.7, which I... Interesting. Almost thought was a vaguely interesting one. But then I, I look at that and I'm just like, he is a guy that I do not want to go anywhere near. Yeah, it's just for those recent... Um... He's got quite a few goals, hasn't he? He's got and like two, maybe as well. a goal and an assist, or yeah. two goals and an assist or something. Which for his price is great, but also I don't think he's that player that you think you're getting. No, but he's your Tom Carroll, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah. You just need a cheap player who is going to play every game, so yeah. if you need to put them in, it's a guaranteed two points. Yeah. I, when I look at that though, 4.7, way too much for a player doing that. I don't Get know. the 4.5, yeah, always. Yeah, there aren't that many 4.5s though, who are playing... Um, yeah, there's there's Loftus Cheek, there's Cork. I mean, I mean, in terms of attacking, it's yeah. only Loftus Cheek that you have. Uh, I don't think there's any other options. But um, I, I think that one you're going to see him revert to type over the coming weeks. I'm not brave enough to take Isn't that he on punch. Penalties? He may have taken one. I can't remember. I think he took a penalty. Uh, Glenn Murray also up to five point eight. Uh, Phil Jones 5. up to 8. five point five. Yeah. Yeah. I can't afford him. <laughs> and uh, Stone's up to 5.7 now. So that's mm. that's about it for the price changes. I've seen people are doing Otamendi to Stones. I assume that's what's going on. Yeah, because of his ban. Yeah, maybe so. All right. Let's get into the previews. Let's. This is where it all kicks off. Let's. So let's I have. Kick off. I have a list of the games here in front of me. Me too. Up first, the 12.30 kickoff, Mm -hmm. Arsenal versus Spurs, North London derby. Don't captain anyone in this game. Go on. It's 12.30 kickoff, don't do it. Don't do it to yourself. Don't captain anyone. It's not worth it. It's not worth the stress, the hassle, (laughs) the depression afterwards. But what if I told you that Harry Kane had scored six goals in his last five against Arsenal? He's never not scored against Arsenal. he's never failed to score against Arsenal. Don't catch him. And in all of Spurs' last, like, five, 12, 30 kickoffs, they've scored upwards of three goals. It's too much pressure. He won't do it. (laughs) He will absolutely He's gonna do it. it. He is my captain for sure. Also, maybe we'll put we'll tweet a link to it. But on Reddit, there is currently a post. Absolutely, it's doing really well. It's got like <laughs> like over a thousand upvotes on the yeah. FPL Reddit about um, Harry Kane during the winter months. His advantages over other players, it's, and it's something to do with. The place that he breathes. Dan, you can't give away the whole thing. No one's going to go and read it now. <laughs> Come on. What's well, we link to it? It's, it's really totally great. It's really funny. 
Yeah, so uh, that's the 12.30 kickoff. I am very worried for Arsenal. I want to get rid of Ben Davis. So, I mean, I guess we're different sides of the coin. Yeah, totally. I mean, what are, we, what are you saying for score for this? I don't know. This isn't a predict the score podcast. No, I know, but... I don't know. I'm trying to, trying to gather, because I've got Sanchez in uh, defence. Oh. I've also got Eriksson in midfield. Meant... Uh, yeah, Sanchez, Alexis Sanchez, Sanchez in defence. Oh, I'm so I've broken the system. Um, no, I've got Davinson Sanchez, I've got Ericsson, I've got Kane, and I'm captaining Kane. And you're going to play Sanchez? Yes, I am. What do they do on the pitch when there's two players from different teams with the same surname? Because obviously on their shirts it's both Sanchez. Yeah, but they're both in different coloured shirts. Yeah, I know, but what the commentators? Oh, right. They'll just say... Sanchez <laughs> when how will you know what if you're listening on 5 Live how will you know which one uh, you can kind of uh, what's the word use context yeah yeah mm, I don't like you can it. you can figure it out because if they're passing it around or if you get oh what a great tackle from Sanchez you probably assume it's a defender mm. and not the the striker slash attacker but I don't know I I'm playing Sanchez I have a feeling that Spurs are going to win this fairly comfortably. Um, Arsenal in November have a 33.33% win rate against Spurs. Right. So they've won five of their 15 games they played in November. And also we have a really, really bad November record right. in anyway, general. Yeah, yeah, they read this. So there are six losses in there and four draws. Spurs slightly edging it. But I don't know. You never know what can happen in the North London derby. I just think the players that Spurs have with the Harry Kane record, it looks like it's probably going to be a win for them, if not a score draw. Yeah. Sorry, I've just noticed that there's only one fixture on Sunday Hmm. and then a fixture on Monday. Yes, mental. Which means that three o'clock is wild. (laughs) Three o'clock is accumulator time. It really is. Um... So just put an accumulator on all of the teams that you don't think are going to win to win. Yeah. Because that's what that's happened the last way it time. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. There's, there's not really... The, the only question is, will Arsenal score for me? Oh, sorry. I didn't realise you hadn't finished. Lacazette. No, I just wanted to go over this... Uh, Lacazette coming off his brace, maybe... Maybe he'll do something. Maybe. Will he start, though? Because that was a problem last time, well, Giroud is... It, oh, but it was Sanchez that started yeah. anyway. Uh, I, I feel like he should. He's our striker. We signed him to be a striker. I feel like he should, too. But Arsene clearly don't give a shit. Yeah. I, I guess I'm phrasing this more from a perspective of do you think that Spurs are going to keep a clean sheet? Because that would help me no, as well. No, I don't. You know? I don't. That's why I want to get rid of yeah. Ben Davis. I don't want him in my team. Even not if playing. he plays. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. I don't want him in. Yeah. No, I, I'd say if I had to to bet on that, I'd probably say 2 0 win to Spurs. So now we're into the 3 o'clock kickoffs. Mm-hmm. We've got Bournemouth Huddersfield. It's funny because you've, there's Bournemouth Hudders and Burnley Swansea. Mm-hmm. And, oh, and Palace Everton. No. Strike that. So you've got Bournemouth Hudders and Burnley Swansea. Yeah. Which is just like no goals o'clock. Yeah, oh yeah, big time. And then Crystal Palace Everton, hmm. who knows what could happen. Well, it's the, the face-off of the uh, the lowly managers, isn't it? You've it got... really is. And then the other three, 
a Leicester, Man City, Liverpool, Southampton and West Brom, Chelsea, hmm. where you would expect goals yeah. from the teams that are good. Yeah, there's some interesting matchups. I mean, I, I tried to look for any stats on these that would implicate something interesting potentially happening. Uh-huh. Burnley, Swansea. Burnley actually lost twice last season against Swansea. Swansea. But they lost every away game bar one, right? So, yeah, maybe well, they that... they didn't win an away game. Yeah. But um, Burnley this season have only lost twice, and that was against, strangely enough, West Brom and Man City, who play each other this week. That's creepy. But also, West Brom and Man City, two completely opposite ends of the table in terms of, like, quality. Mm. Uh, and they've, they've also, you know, they've lost twice, but they've faced Chelsea, Liverpool, Tottenham, and the mighty Hudders. So... Burnley Swansea could potentially be an interesting one. You might see a little shock. Swansea. I don't know. Swansea doing them over. Although Swansea have performed away from home this season, right? That's they've been what... better away oh, from home. Oh, they haven't yeah. necessarily performed. Yeah, yeah. It, it's kind of strange with them. So Burnley, if I had to bet on that, I'd say a one 0 win for Burnley, right? Of course. That that's why I've got Abraham second on my bench, uh, oh. and I'm starting Ruben Loftus Cheek, hoping right. that he's not injured. Uh, who is he behind? Yeah, I've actually got Lascelles in front of... So Lascelles is playing Man United in front of Abraham, which okay. might be mental, but Lascelles is also possibly injured yeah. anyway. But the Bournemouth-Huddersfield one, I just that just looks like a hella boring one to me. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Huddersfield are probably the better but, team at the moment. I feel like Bournemouth have sneaked in goals in the last few games. Like, every week... We come along and we're like, yep, don't care about Bournemouth. Yeah. And then every week there is at least one goal there. And we're yeah. like, oh, right, okay, well... Mm, Who did they play last? What was that last result? Um, I can't remember, but they won. There were two goals and they won. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have access to the internet okay, this week because... Okay. Um, because our office is mental. But correct. Yeah, so I, I don't know about that one. I mean, Lursel is, is the guy that I back for, for that game if sure. I had to pick a player because sure. I freaking love oh, him oh I was going to get a Huddersfield defender in yeah. for Yoshida wasn't I Yoshida he conceded a penalty against Brazil the other day I'm not playing Yoshida hmm. this week I absolutely wouldn't I say that I'm playing a four star <laughs> <laughs> but we'll, we'll get to that so uh, Burnley Swansea probably a 1-0 to Burnley but you never know Yep. Uh, Crystal Palace Everton that one, so I'm playing Ruben Loftus-Cheek. It's unpredictable, isn't it? After Everton in their last game, 3-2 against Watford. Yeah. And Palace still being terrible, but only being terrible by one goal. Yeah. Right? It's, well, that's the thing. Like, if you look at Palace's record, it's, it's disgusting. It's really bad. But actually, when you consider, like, if you've watched the matches, they haven't been far away from the other teams and they have been creating chances and they have been defending quite well. Yeah. So, if you if you didn't watch football, you'd be very much of the opinion that Palace are absolutely going down and there's nothing that can save them. Yeah. But I think they're potentially on the upturn, upturn um, which is why I'm sticking with Loftus Cheek because I feel like they I feel like they'll get a goal this week. Everton, on the other hand, I I'm not convinced. Like I feel like the the game against Watford, the crowd really got behind them. I mean, that was a crazy game. Yeah. Crazy game. All the stuff that happened in it. I, and I just don't know how to read them, but I can't see them doing doing much better. But that's that's the beauty of this. I guess they're both at the bottom of the table. They're both being terrible. Yeah. And we're going to see <laughs> potentially which team comes out on top. Leicester versus Man City is also a three o'clock kickoff. So the last time they met at the King Power Stadium, which is where this game is, uh, it was a 4-2 win for Leicester. 
Nuts. But that was last season's Man City. Yeah, it's not the same, is it? I can't see anything but City win here. No. And also, do you, uh, did you see any of the England games? Uh, we saw the other one at the pub, didn't yeah, we? Did you see the last one? No. Vardy was really bad. Oh. Like, really Surprise. bad. But I don't know. It felt like he was... There was a lot of onus on him to pick up the ball and run with it and pick right. out passes. And, oh, God, I realise that is not Vardy's game at all. Like, no. he cannot pick a pass to save his life. Like, Vardy's not where you're looking in yeah. the Leicester squad, is it? It's Mares and... Mares is the the man of the moment. And Okazaki. Absolutely. <laughs> and Okazaki. Maybe Damari Gray. Um, oh, yeah, I forgot about him. He's a, he's a good option. I, I, do you think maybe looking at someone like Schmeichel? Because mm-hmm. uh, we know he makes a lot of saves. I think yeah. the stats are kind of on his side. Like, he hasn't been... Versus the amount of shots he's been uh, conceding, he's actually got a really high save percentage. It's not worth it. But the problem with Leicester is they have still been conceding. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I think you have to expect a Man City win here just because they look so far ahead of every other team in the league right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also have a spin of the wheel of rotation. Yes, that that is perhaps the most worrying thing for us with our Man City players. Yeah, oh, I've only got one player this week because I'll only have Sterling. Well, do you reckon the whole Aguero fainting slash being dizzy thing means he's gonna have a spot on the bench this week? Is it? It's it's Jesus. It's not. It's Jesus's turn this week anyway, though, right? It would in be Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus is on. So yeah. It doesn't really matter. Oh right. Oh okay. Because Aguero started... I thought you meant the other way round. No, no, no. Aguero started last week, and then he started uh, at the weekend. Hmm. Sorry, what I just said made absolutely no sense. In the last midweeks, Aguero started, and then at the weekend, Aguero started. Right, and then Jesus came on at the end. Yeah. So, by so our maybe logic, it is Jesus' time. Yeah, he should right. start this time. I feel you. Yeah. Uh, we, we shall see. I mean, I, I feel like if that wasn't what was going to happen maybe Aguero's little dizzy spell has forced his hand anyway. yeah just just because obviously he wants to keep him fit and healthy yeah I, I can't see past a, a win for them I reckon Sterling and Sane will probably both get a start well Sterling hasn't played for two weeks because Sterling's been off so you'd assume that he's definitely going to start yeah yeah with his little back injury mm. That, that is the thing. Sane did play both international games for Germany, so maybe you could look at Bernardo Silva potentially getting a start over him. But with Sane's form and Sane's minutes he's been getting lately, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Liverpool-Southampton. This is an interesting one to me because I feel like the Mane injury is foreshadowing a nil-nil or a one-nil to Southampton. But Coutinho's back. Coutinho is back. How important is he against a team like Southampton? Very. I mean, Coutinho I guess always important. I guess Coutinho is the the one benefit he does have over Mane is he can score from outside the box, yeah. and the way that Southampton play is they're probably going to restrict your your chances inside the box, which is what a player like Mane would be really useful for. Yeah. But I don't know. There's there's a few things. So there's obviously Salah being the most transferred in player after his great week against West Ham, and the ongoing theme of. Every week, the most oh. transferred in player has either, well, he's got zero got points or one or two. Yeah. I hadn't realised he was the most transferred in. Yeah, so that is the worry to me. Like, always after coming off the back of... And if you look at West Ham, 
Like, they really played into Liverpool's hands. But, as you just said, Salah hasn't played... He was rested. He was rested, yeah. So... Yeah. Maybe he'll be really bored and he'll be like, I need to do goals. I need to do goals just because I'm so bored out of my mind. Yeah, I mean, there's a bit of bias here as well because I'm starting Forster and I've had this theory that Liverpool are going to struggle in their next few games despite people saying they're easy fixtures because I know that Southampton isn't always the easiest fixture for them. And I think the way that Liverpool play, you know, it's it's the fast, quick counter-attacks and that's the kind of thing that Southampton are really good at defending because they don't really commit players forward. Yeah. And I, I almost feel like they're a clash of styles in that right. neither of them can really get into the game, but you always have the opportunity of Southampton getting like a, a set-piece goal or something. Yeah. So that would be an interesting one to watch. I mean, there, there could be the weird scenario where Liverpool end up absolutely hammering them and Salah and Coutinho are, are great. But no, I'm, I'm thinking a nil-nil in that one. Uh, West Brom against Chelsea. So West Brom have... They're on the worst form yeah. I could possibly imagine. So, in their last 22, they've had three wins. Their last 22 games? Yes. Of all time? Yes. Their last uh, 22 competitive games, and they've not won in 10. And that includes six losses. That's pretty wild, isn't it? So, you it? know, at the start of the season, they had three one nils in a row. One of them was against Burnley, who are now, like, riding high at the top of the, top of the table. Yeah. Um... But no, it's, so three wins on the last 22, 13 losses, and that sounds like pretty nasty relegation form. If it was in one season, they would be like close to the relegation zone right now. Don't look like they're going to come out of this, and especially not against Chelsea, who they lost to twice last season, both times 1-0. Chelsea look like they're potentially turning a bit of a corner, and they've they've performed well in their last few games, beat Man United... I can't see anything but a, a comfortable win for Chelsea here. Yeah, I or, agree. Or worst, a draw. Uh, but it could be an interesting one. You never know what it might throw up. I'd probably say if you still got Hagazi, you may as well keep him because you're not getting any money in for him and he'd be a nice differential. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, your Chelsea defenders should be good for this one and maybe Morata. There's a little bit of a question mark over Hazard, but he seems oh, yeah. he seemed to have been rested more as a precaution for Belgium than anything. Uh, Man United versus Newcastle was a 5.30 game. I mean, do you have any United players? I have no players in that game whatsoever. I have Lascelles, but he looks like he's probably not going to play. But he is first on my bench, just in case he does. Yeah, no, I've got no interest in this fixture, I'm afraid. Yeah, it's, it's kind of... I mean, there's maybe a bit of narrative because Rafa was previously at Liverpool and Liverpool Man United are kind of like rivals of old. Uh, But I don't know. I'm I'm trying to spice it up because this looks like it's going to be a hella boring fixture. Yeah. And... None of these fixtures are exciting. It depends where you see. They could be. They could could turn out to be crazy, but... The Crystal Palace Everton one is the only one I reckon could turn out and be crazy. The rest of them... I kind of like the look of West Brom Chelsea. I, th- I think Liverpool-Southampton is interesting from a I really want to know what happens perspective as well. But you don't... But, like, I want to know what happens. I, I don't think it'd be entertaining. I'll, I'll watch Match of the Day because I want to know yeah, yeah. I'm going to watch the whole game. Like, yeah, like, I, I absolutely wouldn't choose that to be the one that I'm watching, um, but I would be intending watch watching You watch about all ten of them at the same time anyway. <laughs> I, I pick three or four. Oh. That's usually my vibe. Um, and Leicester Man City will be one of them for sure. And, no, the, the Man United-Newcastle one... 
it, it to me looks like it's going to be pre-drab affair, but it depends where you place Newcastle, because if you think Lukaku is a flat-track bully, he should surely be on to get some goals this like weekend. Newcastle haven't kept a clean sheet in a while, though, have they? No, I, I mean, they conceded quite late against Burnley. The last two they, games they've conceded The late. last game as well, yeah. Whoops, sorry. Whoopsie. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, obviously the cells came off in the last one, and I'm kind of... My own bias is telling me it's only because Lascelles came off that they conceded, but I, I don't know really. I, I think Newcastle—they're not looking terrible, but they're not looking good either. No. And they're not looking trustworthy I from a defensive standpoint. I literally don't want a Newcastle player. Mm. Yeah. I haven't even considered it since about game week five. Yeah, I, I guess this makes Lukaku kind of a differential at this point because I don't know what his ownership's like now. I have no idea. I can't. But so many people have got rid of him. Yeah, um, I mean, I was one of them. Yeah. But it's served me well. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think he is the best option long-term at the moment, but if you're doing, you know, a one-day fantasy league thing, maybe he is a good option for this week. Even if you look at Kane and his record, like, he's ne- he's only scored two goals once in a game against Arsenal. Right. So one goal isn't as good as two goals or three goals or no. a goal and assist. But if he does score, his price will go up again next week. Yeah, so yeah, absolutely. Get him in before that. Absolutely. I think in the context of FPL, the the guys I'd pick out this week would be the City players, the Spurs players, the players that have been traditionally yeah. good this season. That's a real hot take. Besides the Man United ones. But it, it's only Salah I'd be a bit worried about, to be honest. Maybe the minutes of the, the City boys. On Sunday, we have Watford West Ham. This one, I looked up some stats. Uh-huh. And Watford have... So their records, you know, at the start of the season, everyone was like, oh, they've been great away from home. They've been doing really well. Watford haven't been doing very well. They've lost their last three. They haven't looked... But they have been scoring, though. They have been scoring. So it depends on how you're looking at this. Hmm. Because if you're just look, If you're a Watford fan, then yeah. It's not good. Probably not good. Yeah. If you've just got one of them in your fantasy team and you don't give a monkey's what the score is, you just want someone to get you points... Yeah then Watford have been doing all right. Yeah, true. Uh, I mean, Richarlison has been doing all right. I don't think there's really been too many other options. Decore was, was, you know, he had a few goals. He's so cheap, though. I'm not even mad. Yeah. Is there anyone else? I mean, Gray got an assist. I I think Richarlison's the only sensible I don't know. They spread it around. They spread the points around a lot, I feel, in the Watford team. Yeah. Richarlison does get the... The lion's share of chances. So. Yeah. And the problem with Richarlison has been he's he's been enigmatic with his finishing. He's been at times, <laughs> you know, one of the goals against Everton was an amazing finish. He took yeah. it around Pickford with, with so much style, but he hasn't been able to replicate it on a on a consistent basis. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I'd worry about with him. I mean, Kiko, please come on. You're playing West Ham. Have you still got him. I still got him. Have I still got him? Probably. I don't oh, know. Lord. I think I'm playing him. I don't, yeah, I'm playing him this week. Because oh, it's West Ham. God. And I said last week, I'm such a hypocrite. I, I said before, you know, like... That you were going to get rid of him after Everton is going to be the, te- the test. And if he fails that one, he, he's out. But yeah. unfortunately, I had to get rid of someone else first. And that someone else was... I can't even remember who it was. I don't know who it was. <laughs> I'm so over it. But no, uh, West Ham have been poor. It's Moyes' first game. I mean, maybe Moyes can can be so detrimental to the West Ham mentality that they just won't run at all. And then Watford will just score all the goals and keep all the clean sheets. Yeah. It'll be great. Because the one thing about Kiko is, when 
Watford are playing okay, he is well in the bonus points yeah. because he does so much in terms of actions on the pitch. But if he's not getting assists, if he's not getting clean sheets, if he's not getting goals, that yeah. doesn't amount to anything. So, yeah, I just, I just hope to see him do something this week. But I would worry about Watford because if you look at the games that they've won, they've won against Bournemouth, they've won against Southampton, they've won against Swansea. Three teams who I'd say haven't really set the world alight this season. And the one win at home that they've had was against Arsenal. Yeah. Which was kind of a, a shock by uh, all intents, to all intents and purposes. Yeah, I guess so. Um, but yeah, the other three were all away from home. And I don't know, this just looks like a nasty fixture for a, for a Sunday. And on Monday, we've got Brighton Hove Albion versus Stoke. I'm shook. So this is the, the grand return. Providing they don't give it to a youth keeper or something. Oh, <laughs> Imagine I that. I literally throw myself off a building. Somehow Angus Gunn shows up at Stoke. I reckon this is a nil-nil. Or yeah. can, Glenn Mar- can Glenn Murray do it again? I, Four I'd weeks ba- on I'd the job. Right for this. I reckon they can win. But I reckon it's a one-nil Glenn Murray goal. Yeah. Yeah, this looks like a low scorer. I mean, Glenn Murray goal, dunk. For what it's worth, Shakiri has been on good form. He looks good for Switzerland in the international. I tried telling you last week that Shakiri yeah. was good, and you didn't want any of it. Uh, it, well, he is a good player. Um, and my my criticism of him has always been that he's not consistent enough. But he has. He, I've been consistently seeing him show up to games, and you, you know he's been getting the the points in fantasy. Mm. That doesn't always mean they're going to continue week on uh, week in week out. But I don't know. I, I have been encouraged by him. I just... My inherent distrust of Stoke means that I think it's going to be Brighton. Okay. Not too many great fixtures no. this week. One last... But they might surprise us. Port of call. Clean sheet cup. Yeah. Last game week, for the first time ever, Dan and I both got a point in the oh, clean really? sheet cup. You went for Burnley. And I was annoyed that I hadn't gone for Burnley to the point where that day I was like, why haven't I gone for Burnley? And then you, you realised I've gone for Burnley. I went for Brighton. Mm, okay. So we both got a point. Uh, it feels so far away now. It does feel quite distant. This week, I'm going to choose first because you chose first last time. That sounds fair to me. Um, so I might go for Brighton again, actually, this week. You're going for Brighton against the Stokes? No, I'm having Burnley, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got to. That, that seems like the most nailed on clean sheet this weekend. Again. I might go for Hudders. If you go for Hudders, I'm just going to go for Burnley. Okay, then I'm, I'm going to have Burnley. I'll have Burnley then. All right. Okay, so if I have to go with my head and not my heart. Yep. Hmm. This is quite a tough one, but... Part, you know, I'm going to say Crystal Palace. No... Part of me wants to say Spurs, but I don't know. I, I feel like there is... A chance. There is a chance for Arsenal. As, as much as I kind of want to write them off and be pleasantly surprised by a good performance, I just have this uh, this nagging feeling that Lacazette will show up in this game. So I'm going to go for Crystal Palace against Everton. Wild. I could even see that being a nil-nil, but I, I reckon Palace have got enough to beat Everton. Okay. Especially at home. You know, Leicester Man City, I'm actually, I'm looking at that and I'm thinking that would be a good game. Oh, just generally? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I feel like being unfair to, to them in this yeah, podcast. Yeah, I reckon Okazaki's going to do it. I'm not. I'm Okazaki. <laughs> Okazaki's first on my bench. Do you reckon Okazaki will start? Uh, I hope so. He started last week. Yeah. Um, he just came on for like 50 minutes. It wasn't stupid. Yeah. 
Um, which is a shame because I think he is good and he is doing the work. That's the most frustrating thing is that you watch the highlights and he is there creating chances. Yeah, he's and a very hard working player. Goal, but I just don't see them having. I mean, he is exactly the kind of player that should start against them actually because they're going to need to work really hard. Like City are just going to run rings around them and they're going to try and counter. Yeah. Um, okay, so that about sums it up for this week. I believe you can contact us via the emails at hello at the denalysis.com. It's true. Uh, how else can you get in touch with us, Natalie? You can tweet us. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter. But you can tweet us You first. can do both. <laughs> you can do both of those things. Um, at the denalysis. Mm-hmm. That's it, really. That's yeah. the only ways. Yeah. You can also rate us and review us oh. on the iTunes. I always forget. The iTunes store. You can. Um, as previously referenced, you don't actually have to leave a review. Yeah, you don't have to review. You can just rate. There's some... Some noisy people outside. There's some noise outside. Like, we're not trying to promo ourselves. <laughs> it wasn't that right? funny, guys. Gah. Um, and also, if you use a podcast, if you have an Android phone and you use a podcast app that we aren't on, use something really annoying that you don't like using because we're not on the one you want to use, hmm. let us know. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. Um, best of luck this game week, you lovely peoples. I've been Dan, and you've been... Tired. Yeah, me too. All right. Bye. Bye. Stop this. Is it this button? Stop this nonsense. I don't want